This episode of the Red Stick Podcast, sponsored by El Rio Grande Mexican Restaurant. If you're looking for authentic, home-style Mexican food and the best margaritas you'll ever salt your lips with, go see our friend Raul Erdialis and the fun-loving staff at Baton Rouge's oldest Mexican restaurant, El Rio Grande. 8334 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Frank's. You know, we elected a reality TV star as president. Right. And the people of Louisiana, at least in District 3, yeah. elected a TV reality star who just happened to have a badge and a gun. That's right. Exactly. That's how he got elected. He is a YouTube He's a YouTube. He's you know? a YouTube star. Yeah, he ended up on Jimmy Fallon. I mean, we're, we're one election mm-hmm. cycle away from electing somebody famous for being just an Instagram ass queen. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Welcome to the Rich Dick Podcast. Today's guests are Sonny Weathers of Sonny's Disposition fame and Celtic Studios Executive Director Patrick Mulhern. Now here's your host, the Red Sticks Comedian-in-Chief, Jeremy White. All right, and take two. Yes, we're over here at El Rio Grande, 8334 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Frank's. I'm your host, Jeremy White, and I'm a little loopy today. I forgot to turn on somebody's microphone when we started earlier recording. So That's right. We only recorded for like 15, 18 minutes, right? Yeah. Lost it all. stuff. I know. Sorry about that. Anyway, we're back after a week's hiatus. It that's was the a, same mediocre shit for me, though. That's Sunny Weather shoveling uh, <laughs> chips and, and uh, queso, queso, beef queso Sorry. into his mouth. It's awesome stuff. Come to El Rio and get the beef queso and the margaritas. It, you you won't be disappointed, I promise you. And speaking of won't be disappointed, you won't be disappointed in our guest today. He's returning for his sophomore effort here on the Red Chick Podcast from Celtic Studios and not a future politician, at least as far as we know, in the immediate future anyway, Patrick Mulhern. That's a lot of pressure, but yeah, I'm here. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate good, you coming back, man. back, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't and have to twist my arm to get me to and, 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 and like last, you know, I know last time I dropped, we dropped a few N-bombs and you weren't too happy. And I met your what, lovely wife this weekend at the Gridiron <laughs> Show. Did? I've was, never been on anything where N-bombs are dropped, so you can fucking pretend I'm, sorry, I'm not in that conversation. I told you I'm looking F-bombs. Jesus. F-bombs. Yeah. F-bombs. I, don't, I don't know what you're doing at your <laughs> house. If there were N-bombs, I'm not exactly sure I'd be back. I wouldn't be back either. I have N-bombs on my mind because I wrote an article Apparently you do. I wrote an article about <laughs> an area man getting arrested for manufacturing in bombs. So it's oh, it has nothing to do with the fact you're from Natchez, Mississippi. No, no, not at all. Nat- no. You know, Natchez is just an island of weirdness too. If you've ever been there, we probably have more gay couples per capita than any place in the South. Seriously? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's fantastic. Really open minded too. Oh, uh, Atlanta. More so than Atlanta, really? per capita. I mean, it's a small town. Evan, I mean, you're looking Evan, at like yeah, that's fifteen thousand people. Although Evan Rabley might beg to differ. Okay. And the yeah. dude weighs like eight pounds. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. He put true. up a he put up a snap the other day. He was like, "Oh, I love cooking." I was like, "Well, apparently you don't love eating, though." Like, no. It's true. He, you know, this time yeah. last year, I tried to get Natchez to secede to Louisiana. This oh, is that's a, right. This yeah. is a real uh, thing. I mean, it was actually it was, it was right. April Fool's Day. Um, I think it, I remember uh, that. I wrote a letter to the editor saying that I want. I'm inviting Nashes to secede from Mississippi because this was back when they were trying to pass one of these religious freedom, you know, pro discrimination oh. bills. And Nashes oh, is yeah. so not like that. It's this big open minded town. Entire economy is based on tourism, yeah. and it was just going to be nothing but trouble right. if uh, if they did that. So um, you never know; they might get the NC2A tournament one day. Well, Final that's, Four. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, don't they want might that play getting the Super in the Bowl way. In, at my yeah. high school or something. Anyway, well, so. 
Uh, it, again, it was such a, a, a bad thing that could have just done all kinds of damage for the economy. The people of Natchez are, are not like that. And it's actually more like Louisiana there, if you think about it. They call it the Little Easy. It's more like New Orleans. Um, huh. You know, you... Uh, oh, I thought that was just for the women. <laughs> Anything for the women, but... No, there's, 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 the midget prostitution scene in Natchez is hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it went away back in the 80s, to be honest. But, but, but really, uh, we, we probably have more crawfish boils than you do here. We probably have more... Uh, we have Mardi Gras royalty, you huh. know. Um, we got a twins we, band, too. <laughs> Yeah, they got a huddle house. We, well, I think we lost that. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah. And then I'm never going back. Yeah. The good stuff's on the East Bank. <laughs> hey, yeah, see? Natchez yeah. killed my grandfather. Oh, is this true? He yeah. actually just died in the hospital there. Oh, I'm sorry. He was, <laughs> that's, he was in his 80s, man. Oh, he had a okay. solid run. Yeah, well, that's yeah. <laughs> that's not bad. 80. <laughs> I know, no, in it, he was like deep in the 80s. Well. It, it, it would and it be was at, during the 90s, so it was really it weird. It would be at the hospital they call Merritt Health Hospital now, but when I was growing up, it was Jefferson Davis Memorial Hospital. Ooh. That changed. Yeah. Think, things have changed. Yeah. Well. I think it might have still been that when we were there. It was probably still in the bill, at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you, you know, it was a quality hospital when, like, three feet outside the front door, there was a guy with an IV hookup in each arm smoking a cigarette. <laughs> like, he just wheeled. Yeah. His IV machines out there. It was smoking at the like not even not even out really out of the front door. He was close enough to the front door that the automatic door just kept opening. <laughs> I probably know him. <laughs> you should ask for his name. On all their paperwork, it's Jefferson Davis Hospital, DBA, Merritt Regional. <laughs> it is now. Yeah. yeah. So they just never changed the actual name. It's just it's a DBA doing business as. Yeah. No. Well, I wish I, it's got to be on my birth certificate. So I, I you oh, know, yeah. wonder if like people will question that, you know, hmm. be, be like Obama, you know, I mean, he wasn't, it must be fake. You know? yeah, yeah. That hospital is obviously in Kenya. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, since we last saw you, you were flirting, uh, with disaster. <clears throat> yeah. Molly maybe. Hatchet. maybe. Yeah. So, uh, you were a, a vocal critic of former Senator, State Senator Troy Brown, District 2. That's right. Louisiana. <clears throat> I did live in his district. You lived in his Even district. Even though he did not. <laughs> that, that's a whole different topic because he's got two homes, right? Well, Wait, one that he prison? lives in. <clears throat> the prison wasn't in his district, or is that where you were going? <laughs> well, there's that too. The, uh, but, yeah, he had this little rent house. It was like a duplex, and he put that as his official address. What then that fell within the district. Meanwhile, there's this like what 3,500 square foot home, right? Like worth a half a million dollars or some shit, right? And oh, but that he didn't live there. But but here's how we know that we know that because when he got arrested twice, that's the address he gave the cops. He gave the big house, he gave the big house that wasn't in the district, big house at not prison, big house, but (laughs) not not the residence, big house, that's right. Which is not in District 2. Well, that's right. It, you know, again, what was it? The uh, He was at the Bayou Classic, I think. Bayou Classic, what, two years ago? Two years ago. 2015 Bayou Classic, maybe. Uh, right. Waiting for an elevator. Had been to the game, did some drinking. And apparently he was in a car accident years and years ago. Right. Caused him some, some brain damage. Has causes, causes him some, like... You know, memory Didn't issues. Didn't we all have that? Blackout. Yeah. Uh, memory issues, blackouts. And so what's, what do you do with that? You, you drink. Ask Sonny. Yeah, you do. You, <laughs> you really do. actually you do. It's the only thing that makes it better is drinking, right? right? Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't exacerbate it at all. 
And uh, so he'd been drinking, and um, maybe I ought to hang out with Troy Brown. It seems like we got a lot in common. No, uh, <laughs> except I don't hit women. It, yeah, and so well, at least not that he remembers anyway. Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. apparently uh, hit not his side piece, his, his side friend, his side friend, not not his wife, his side friend, not his wife, not his side piece, his side friend. Yes, while waiting for an elevator at the hotel after the game. That's right. Police came, arrested him. He gave. The address that is not in his district as right. his residence. Yeah, I mean, and his story could have at least been. I just watched that Ray Rice video when I was showing a friend. Yeah, no reenactment. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you know. Did you see that video? Mm. I got a bad data connection. Let me show you what he did. <laughs> I can't pull up the video right now. You know, yeah. you, if it took That's place, did it? Wasn't it, wasn't it the high end or something? You would think there would be security video of that, but yeah, you know, I think it's maybe a little late, maybe. a little after the fact now, but. Yeah. So, point being that that was kind of like strike one and, and probably strike two. Yeah. You know, it, and really, because you hit a woman, it's, it's strike three. You know, okay. Right. So, so, but does he resign? No. No, no, no. 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 I, I'm, I'm dealing with my issues. My wife is behind me. I'm, I'm going through um, um, anger management, he says. I'm handling my business. I can still represent my constituents that just elected me. Right. And then what, uh, six months later, eight months later? That's right. It happened again, didn't it? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Police were called out to his, the, the big house, right? I, I guess the big house, right. The big yeah. house. Yeah. And uh, he reportedly was in an altercation with his wife, not his side friend, but his actual wife that he was married to. Right. And bit her. He bit her. According to the police. In his defense, though, right before he did it, this time he yelled, Remix! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I apologize if I cough like David Vitrano today. Uh, allergies or a bitch. Anyway, uh, yeah, so he... Can I say he bit her, or allegedly did he plead to it? Did he cop to it? What, 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 what? He bit her. Uh, that's what was in the police report. At least that's, how, that's what was in the paper. And, okay. Um, you know, um, and there was even a 911 recording of it, Ooh, you know, which yeah. wasn't pleasant. Yeah. You know? Um, and did he resign then? No. 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 It was a conspiracy. <laughs> to get rid of him. Yeah. All these conspiracies, all these damn women coming and instigating to punch him and bite him and right. get him kicked out of the Senate. On on most planets, that's probably ground to, grounds to call it a day. Now, yeah. wait a minute. So just to play like a serious devil's advocate, okay. we watched Dateline last night, and it was this woman in New York. She was dating this guy. He found She found out that he had a wife and kids. But it was one of those, like, uh, he married her so she could get a green card thing. No. And so they weren't living together. But whenever she found out, wife and kid, she was like, you got to go. All right. So he duct tapes her and rapes her with a, you know, he's got a gun on her and all this. Oh. So after he finishes, he leaves, and she calls the cops, and he gets arrested. Yeah. Well, then, like, six months later, while he's awaiting trial, the woman gets pulled over by police. Uh Uh-huh. And the cops are starting asking all these weird questions and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, well, you've been accused of this armed robbery, you and another guy. Uh, so he had three of his friends place fake 911 calls saying that they had been mugged by a man and a woman. And each, the first two gave like a vague description of her mm-hmm. and kind of like a similar vehicle to hers. And then the last one was like, I got the license plate number, and she gave the cops her license plate, and she spent like a year in jail fighting these charges 
Like she was like, I was at Mohican Sun the night of that last robbery, and they have security footage of her. And the cops were like, I don't know, that security footage is kind of grainy. And she was like, here's my cell phone bill that shows I was making calls yeah. at Mohican Sun at the tower <laughs> next to the casino. And they were like, oh, that's, that's not good enough. So she spent like a year in jail that's fighting these charges. Oh, wow. And then it came out that like, yeah, it was the dude. that Because mm. he was like, oh, if I'm going to go to jail for rape, I'm going to set this up where it looks like me and you were doing armed robberies. And mm. we're both going to jail. Yeah. Wow. Gosh. Hey. That's solid police work there. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a hell was of a plan. Was it Chief Wiggum? Was it Chief Wiggum? It should have been. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clancy. <laughs> so you flirted with the idea when he finally did resign. First of all, he, he, uh, he got not cheap counsel to fight the charges at, in the Senate because they were trying to kick him out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He, he got... Jill Craft, right? Who I believe still has a couple of years of eligibility left uh, to play linebacker if she wants to. <laughs> Damn. And um, all I know is if you do something bad, call Jill Craft. Either that or Unglesby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he's the DWI lawyer, right? No. Uh, he's defending else? the parish president in Ascension Parish. Oh, okay. Yeah, that piece of crap. I see. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so. So again, I'm I'm watching all this. Number one, it's embarrassing. You know, I, I am I am hypersensitive to Louisiana's image and yeah. what it says to outsiders because that's my job. You again yeah. are the face right now of the Louisiana film industry, for lack of a better term. Well, right? I'm, I'm the face, and I'm the bald head, and I'm the yeah. You know, the, I mean, the when people think about the Louisiana the, film no, industry, they think of you. Well, well you're the Pope of Louisiana film. It, it's because. You know, I will talk to anybody, obviously. Yeah, I'm right here right now. No, I'm just saying I mean, that, you like... Were, you were when, literally on the BBC representing Celtic media during the flood because well, it was no, being used big, as a shelter. Big yeah, was, black... What? Oh, yeah, wait, no. no B- oh. Different. <laughs> oh, okay. Different, different, we had different, this conversation the other yeah, day. Yeah, different yeah. BBC. Yeah, different BBC. So, but, um, but yeah, look, I'm not scared. I don't, I don't care. Why not? You know, if somebody's going to ask me a question, I'll, I'll, I'll answer it. I will be... Yeah. I'm an open book. I will be, you know, uh, yeah. as honest as I can be. That's why you're on the podcast. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, again, I try. I get in trouble sometimes. I'm even a little too brutally honest, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, again, everybody's like, well, obviously he must be wanting to run for that seat if, yeah. uh, if he's trying to get this guy out of there. But it's like, no, number one, what he did was wrong. He should have resigned. Number two, resigned. it was embarrassing, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, and it number three, seriously, we can't kick somebody out for that shit? Exactly. Well, trying to, and he finally said, all right, I'll finally go. <laughs> he saw the writing on the wall. He's going to be the first guy since, like, 1980 or 1981 to get, yeah. get removed. Yeah, it was know? ridiculous. And I know uh, Dan Clater was, uh, Senator Dan Clater here at Baton Rouge was the one leading the effort to, to do that, yeah. to expel him. Well, I mean, again, I think Dan cares about the integrity of the Senate, you know? Imagine I mean, that. You know, integrity is a good thing. We need a little bit more of that. I'm not, you know, trying yeah. to, to bash people and things, whatever. But I, I, I'm right now, I'm declaring war on apathy because apathy is what's keeping us back in this state. You're, you're, you sound like Nixon declaring the war on drugs. <laughs> declare a war on apathy. So, for example, we read that story, was it yesterday, when every school in Louisiana could have gotten, what, high-speed internet? Oh, know? yeah. But only 11 of 60-something districts signed up for it. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. That's horrible. That's, that's, yeah. 
that's inexcusable. You well, know? Why do we need that? Yeah, but if we did that, we might jump to like 49th in education. So no. and we don't, we don't need that shit. And here we go. This same year, you get that U.S. News and World Report ranking that says we have eclipsed Mississippi for crapness, and we are now 50. Yeah, you know, worst state in America. Hey, hey, hey we're still number one in AIDS, though. So <laughs> don't <laughs> forget that. Counts, huh? We like being a superlative. What can I say? Yeah, you like. <laughs> Gonna be worse. Louisiana, the superlative state. <clears throat> That's right. What's crazy though is like I don't even understand why there was an effort to try and expel him. There ought to just be a law that says, hey, you did this shit. If you're accused of a crime twice. Yeah. Oh, no, he pled, but he pled guilty yeah. twice. I mean, yeah. well, yeah. he said, well, there's no contest. No contest and if guilty you, are the same. If you plead guilty thing. or no contest to charges yeah. against you, right. you're you done. You've been convicted. That's exactly right. Exactly. And That's I think the there ought to be question. something, if, if you're accused of a serious enough crime, yeah. if you're accused of a felony, you can even make it something ridiculous like, Ninety percent, because if if you if you got to have a ninety percent vote, then that goes across party lines. It, if 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 just say the rule is if you're accused of a felony, if ninety percent of the house or house and senate make it both of them, because mm. who wouldn't fucking vote this asshole out? Well, that was his argument was that well in Louisiana it's a misdemeanor, you know, yeah, you know smacking a woman, it's only biting a, a woman, it's a, a misdemeanor. But and because it was. One of them was a girlfriend, and one of them was a wife. It wasn't like it wasn't back. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it has to be against the same person right. for the same for the so second one to be. So it sounds a to me like Helena Marino and others are going to try to change that in the session, which good. is good. I that's mean, good. So that's what we needed. You know, it was kind of a little wake up call. You yeah, know, that um, you know you can punch women, just don't punch the same one over and over. But it's again. just kind of like the gall of, way it's set up of people who cling to office. I mean, which it, it doesn't pay well. You know, no. I mean, like that guy in Jefferson Parish, the the, the Yenny fellow. Oh Jesus. That dude, yeah. yeah, Yenny, the one texting the seventeen-year-old seventeen-year-old yeah. boy, and yeah, yeah. In, in most any day and age, people would have said, "Nope, time to hang it up." <laughs> I've embarrassed I mean, that violates enough. that violates Edward Edwards's thing of live girl, dead boy, a, a dead live <laughs> yeah, boy, dead, dead girl, girl or, or live boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You live t- boy. you're texting, live you're, boy. I mean, yeah. That's live boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, but but people are shameless. Um, I, and I, I just, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're shameless because nobody gives, like, you're, it's apathy because everybody's like, oh, that's, that's terrible. Something should be done. But nobody wants to do anything. Let me, let me go back to Facebook. That's well, why he's well, declaring well, war on so apathy. Well, like in, in, our, in our district, Senate District 2, it's a very working class district. We're not a bunch of rich people on the other side of the river. What is District you know? 2? Just for people that... Uh, yeah, okay, it, so it runs for, right, you go across the bridge, it's Port Allen all the way down to, like, Laplace. It is... Oh wow! Like, like follows the, hugs the river, the, one of the most mm. gerrymandered drawn. So things it overlaps uh, portions of Congressional District Two, which is the sole sure. minority majority district in the state of Louisiana. Totally represented by Cedric Richmond. That's right, and, and it is a majority minority district. Mm. You know, it is. Uh, I think maybe. Fifty-seven percent black, sixty-seven percent Democrat. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm no party, you know, and I think that, right? And I, I like to think in this day and age that people don't vote based on race. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe yeah. I'm naive. People are still doing that. They just need to go fuck themselves. <laughs> it is 2017, you know. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. but I can understand where some people would say, well, no, we need our representation, you know, and whatever. But um. I think that I wanted to run more for the comedy than anything. Because think about this. I'm not kidding. 
I was seriously going to have a bumper sticker, and my slogan was going to be, I don't bite. Ooh. See, and, I like that. And I like, yeah, I mean, how memorable would that be? I and, like and, that. and here's the thing. I like that. When he said that he wasn't running, it wasn't nearly as fun, because the, the conventional wisdom is that he was going to jump in and yeah. run again, you know, that he was just that shameless. That he was going to jump in after yeah. resigning. After resigning, you know, and I'm going to go back. Yeah, 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 the people want me. You know, so... so that would have been worthwhile to me. And what's terrible yeah. is he probably would have just won again because people would have recognized his name <laughs> from somewhere. Oh, yeah, Troy. Wasn't he the old Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, okay, I know that name. I'm voting for him. <laughs> That's the same reason Edwin Edwards kept getting reelected because people were like, I know that name. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> I mean, I just it was just full of one-liners. Like, yeah. yeah some, if somebody perfect. ever asked me if I hit my wife, I said, no. You know what? Because I'm pro-life. <laughs> I know that if I ever hit my wife, she'd kill me in my sleep. That includes oh, my own life, you know? I thought you were going to say, no, but I'm getting closer. <laughs> my wife would seriously kill me in my sleep if I ever laid down there. I mean, that's... One of these days. <laughs> we, we don't have a honeymooners dynamic going no. on. There's no Ralph Cramden. Well, house. but even on the honeymooners, like, or she always won. Like, he always yeah. looked like the chump ass at the end of the show. And she yeah. was always like, the, "I'm keeping this family together yeah. despite this shithead." She she always she always had that look like, "I wish you would." Yeah, yeah. and he <laughs> bring he, it, fatty, bring he, it. He, he, he had the, he had the great repeat lines, but she always had the classic, just the brutal kill shots on him. Like mm. whenever he he'd have like he's like to the moon or whatever. She always had like the the perfect comeback for it. Oh yeah. But, but correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the same guy that's in Cannonball. No, 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 no. Smoking the Bandit, right? Smoking yes. the Bandit. Smoking the Bandit. That's yeah. crazy to me to think that oh, yeah. the 50s and the 80s were that close together. Oh, yeah. You know, that blows my mind. I know, I know. <laughs> I was alive in the 70s. What's your, your favorite scene, the Diablo sandwich? I need Give a, me a Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper and make it snappy. I'm in a goddamn hurry. Thank you. I saw that scene the other day. That is fun. <laughs> Uh, so who is running that you are? Uh, you have a you have a dog in that hunt right now, don't you? Well, I'm, qualifying's done. You got. I wouldn't come a dog. He's a good guy. Edmund Jordan is our rep. Okay, and, and he his now his representative district, his house district, actually is part of Baton Rouge, and and then it's the west side of Fort Allen. Kind of makes an L, goes across the river, and makes an L. So he's from Brule, where I live. And okay. So so we're like neighbors, you know. Okay. And when you get to know the guy, he's you know he's a little bit younger. He's in his forties. You yeah. know, we have kids that are same age. His daughter's the same age as my daughter. And when you talk to him, it's like the guy just gets it. I mean, yeah. Neither one of us want our kids to have to leave Louisiana right. to pursue their dreams or whatever. But we're on that course where our kids are going to leave Louisiana if they have half a brain. Yeah. You know, you know, I was yeah. thinking about this the other day. What's the logical thing to do when you know that you're, you have the worst state in the nation? What's the logical thing to do? do Make it worse. Leave. Oh, leave. Yeah, well, there's that. That is the logical thing to do is leave. Yeah, it is. So I think we've lost a lot of our logical people. I think that we're stuck because with people, people like people... you and me. You know, we may have more passion than sense. You know, yeah. Look, I, I feel the same way about just Baton Rouge in general. Like everybody. Everybody bitches about the traffic, but you are the traffic. You, <laughs> all you guys that left Baton Rouge to move to, like, Gonzales and Denham because you're like, oh, the schools are terrible. Oh, you know why? Because you left and you took your tax money with you, and now we don't have yep. money to fix the roads here or the schools, but you assholes still drive in every day and bitch about <laughs> and it. complain, right. <laughs> True that? 
Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm taking surface streets and neighborhoods, and I'm like, I got home in 10 minutes. This was a piece of cake. <laughs> looking at all you jackasses on the internet. Oh, it's true, it's true. I know. You know what I mean? Look, living across the bridge. It, you, oh, God. I like it because it's like a small town over there. You yeah. know? I mean, I can see the oh, levee. Wait, you're the guy. Place. You're one of the guys I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, you kind of, live yeah. over there, and you're fucking coming to Baton Rouge for I'm that guy. But, you know, the west side is the best side. I mean, you know, it's. But honestly, I can get. When there's no traffic, I can go from, say, my house to the Capitol in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Know? I probably would have had the I, shortest commute next to John Bell Edwards to, yeah. to get to But the, you I still had that $600 a month car uh, car stipend they give you or whatever. <laughs> but you need it because of the stupid stop-and-go traffic. Now, so that's the big thing right now. Everybody's talking about this gas tax. Nobody wants to pay I mean, look, we all feel like we're taxed to death. Nobody wants to pay a gas tax, right? We have the, what, the lowest in the country or one of the lowest gas taxes. Well, we country. have the lowest overall tax burden. We, I think we're like 45th as far as tax burden, or, which would mean we have the fifth lowest go, tax go, burden. Go to another yeah. state and ask about their homestead exemption. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Just uh, do that. If you're out and about driving for vacation. Yeah, I, I, like, yeah. I like when they're like, oh, we don't pay sales tax on food here. Oh, yeah, but how much you pay on your house? $40,000. Oh, good for you. <laughs> and, well, look, and we're one of only three states that can deduct your federal income taxes from your state. Okay? Exactly. Only there three states a, allow oh, that. Oh, oh yeah, was, really? Until yeah. next year, whenever the fucking federal government's like, oh, wait, you got a refund from your state? <laughs> well, you owe us some more money then. Well, that's just it. Is that th- Can't you deduct your state from your federal? I mean, I don't no, know. no, no. You can't deduct state from no, federal, but I, Louisiana, you can deduct federal from state. I get yes. back, I get money from the state every year, and the next year on my taxes, there's a little box that pops up. Oh, hey, it looks it looks like you got six hundred dollars back from Louisiana last year. Looks like you, you owe, owe us on forty seven yeah. of that six hundred. You're like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah. So didn't they have a, an amendment the last time around to get rid of that? Well, we put that on the ballot. That was on the yeah on the ballot back in the fall when you know when, when Trump got elected and it failed. Yeah, forty four percent. And do you really think anybody really knew exactly what it was? They no, were because running? they put a dozen freaking uh, amendments every time, right? And nobody reads them. I was yeah. going to say because what you do is you always vote you against s- an amendment. You see the word tax, it says you just go, no. No, I don't. I don't even vote against if I see the word tax. If it's a tax, I'll read it and look. But I don't want any constitutional amendments. You know, like no, I I think we're probably good. I think we probably got enough constitutional amendments. I don't think we need another one. (laughs) Because it seems like the last time y'all did this, it was like you took away the right to drink liquor. So yeah, right. Yeah, we don't trust that. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, well, I don't trust any kind of amendment. Maybe it's time they rewrite that constitution. Well, they've been talking about or that. Or maybe that shouldn't be a fucking constitutional amendment that you fuck me even harder on my taxes. <laughs> How messed up is it that we're talking well, about? I know I'm old, but still, we're, the, the the constitution we have now in the state was, what, 73? Yeah. Yeah, so we're talking about rewriting it in my lifetime. That's and, I'm, and I'm 47. Yeah. Well, you know, times have changed since the 70s. I mean, how, how often do other states rewrite their constitutions? I, I don't know. You know, but but I do know that, uh, you know. Just crumple it up, throw it in the trash. <laughs> things things are a little different than they were in 72, 73. We really are a banana republic. I mean, it's like, a, it's like some... It was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. Yeah. yeah. Gas crisis, you know. Uh, eight tracks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the worst thing you could catch was herpes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you could be as racist as you wanted on television. Yeah. You could threaten to hit women yeah. on TV. Yeah, you could. You, yeah. probably, you could I probably think, actually hit them on TV. And you could, I yeah. think the reason I'm not racist, though, is I watched a whole lot of good times. 
You know, good times oh, yeah. at Sanford and Son and, uh, mm-hmm. and the Jeffersons. I mean, oh, yep. I was going to say, I heard, I've told this story on here before. First time I ever heard the N word in my life was on the Jeffersons. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, not even all in the family. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's true. It was it was George it was it was Wheezy Jefferson. Well, that, well, that's right because Jefferson was a spinoff of yeah, All in the Family, family right. right? But I never, I never, but I watched uh, On the Family too, and I'd never heard it on there. But Wheezy Jefferson was the first time I heard an N bomb dropped. But you know what's weird though is like I don't really watch that stuff when it was airing because I was too young. I watched it. Yeah, I watched on TBS. It reruns in the eighties. Yeah, also. reruns on TVS. Yeah, that Just, means which is also where I ran into music videos. Remember Night Tracks? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You know? So what's crazy is that also means that not the f- that means the first it wasn't even on a it wasn't even on TBS that means the first time I heard an N bomb was from Wheezy Jefferson in the mid eighties yeah. on WGN out of Chicago. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So they were running as well. I did not yeah, know that. It was I was home from school. I don't know. I don't remember if it was a summer or whatever. But uh, we watched Bozo and. The Bozo Show, and then after that was an yeah. episode of Jefferson's, oh, wow. and fucking Wheezy dropped it like, boom, son! Well, I'm old wow. enough to remember the uh, Chevy Chase, uh, Richard Pryor skit on Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, the that was, associ- that was word, another good one, the too. The Word Association. Oh, yeah! Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. it just about. escalated. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Good yeah. Times. You know what's so weird? I didn't realize that Saturday Night Live did an episode in the 70s from New Orleans. Did you know that? No. They did a live from New Orleans episode. Really? Like John Belushi. It's it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Did they up. say live from New Orleans at Saturday yeah. Night? Yeah. Yeah. And really? they said it was like it was a nightmare because of like, you know, people in New because Orleans. Because New party. Orleans. Yeah, because New Orleans. Well, I would imagine so. Yeah. Right. So see, not everything's changed since the 70s. <laughs> well, that's right. You still don't want to be in New Orleans because New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, New Orleans will find a way well, to well, screw it up. So here's the you'll thing. have a good time, but it'll be screwed up. Yeah, you might see somebody get stabbed, but you know you'll get some beads and see some titties. Yeah. So we've sort of cornered the market in Louisiana on the good Fs. Okay, when I say the good Fs, the good Fs, food, food, fun, fun, festivals, festivals, yeah, football, yeah, fishing, yeah. You know, and if you think about it, you're probably here because of family. Yeah. Um, you're probably here. I was trying to think of some like filthy sexual fetish that starts with an F, and I couldn't. <laughs> there are lots of words. There you go. There you go. There are lots of words that start with F. Yeah. Um, well, I wasn't. I wasn't going to go for the obvious. I was trying to be more subtle than that, and I just. I was like, we're just brain farting on everything. <laughs> well, if we were in North Louisiana, maybe farming. You know. <laughs> yeah, farming. Yeah, well, you got farming in South Louisiana too, but yeah, definitely up in the Delta in North Louisiana. Methamphetamine. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. It's Livingston Parish in Ascension, yeah, in some corners. Absolutely. So the Fs, the good Fs are what keep us here, right? Yeah. But it's that big old F that that just blows me away, just the failure, because we just Mm. fail at education. Don't forget the the fiery crosses in Tangipahoa. Jesus. Yeah, we got a few of those. (laughs) Washington Parish, too. That's that's gonna go on. That's gonna be part of that failure list. That that's, I heard that's, about that. You know the uh, is it Bogalusa that was Bogalusa's son, son mm-hmm. Louisiana, where they had the uh, the woman. She was gonna be initiated into the clan a few years ago, and they wound up killing her. Imagine Jesus. that. No, I said, I so just I'd like to run for office, and just my platform is just gonna be just stop being assholes. Like, 
They, and that's you know, every press conference I go in, to. I just want to go. Just in 2016, just stop. you might have actually gotten elected if that was your slogan. Yeah. You know, because I mean, it was was just everybody's tired of assholes. Yeah. You know, everybody. I mean, yeah. Just stop being a dick. How about that? Well, based yeah, on the presidential election, then they weren't too tired of it. Well, you know, maybe I can sure. talk you into doing it because I know you do a hell of a, uh, an invitation. But Clay Higgins, you know, I, I, I saw him on the Senate on the on the House floor. He wasn't wearing his smoky hat and his you know his deputy uh, outfit, <laughs> he was but like, he looked like a real congressman. But he was that same delivery, that same cadence. I love it. You know, just on the house. I don't necessarily floor. love everything that comes out of his mouth, but I could listen to him talk mm-hmm. all day long, son. <laughs> son, listen to me, son. <laughs> I love it. I mean, and he always ends all of his sentences like this. I could see that. Yeah. You know, I've never met the man, but I hope he's really, really smart and like really a good guy on the inside because I think he'll be governor one day. Because that's the kind of stuff we do. That's the kind of stuff we do. See, like, I would love to run for office, except what's the foulest, like, just think of the foulest thing you've ever heard a person say. Right. I've said something worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. And not only have I said something worse than that, I've said something worse than that into a microphone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Clay Higgins, you know, we elected a reality TV star as president. Right. And the people of Louisiana, at least in District 3. Yeah. Elected a TV reality star who just happened to have a badge and a gun. That's right, exactly. That's how he got elected. He is a YouTube. He's sensation. a YouTube. He's you a know? YouTube star. Yeah, he ended up on Jimmy Fallon. I mean, we're we're one election mm-hmm. cycle away from electing somebody famous for being just an Instagram ass queen. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Yeah. If, if 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 some of those ass girls on uh, on Instagram, yeah. if they can't get world peace, nobody can. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just you hey. just get like the leaders of like Hezbollah and. ISIS and like whatever the Israeli group is called, and just be like, just look at that ass yeah. and tell me we can't all agree. Yeah. Hey, I, look, we have one right down in New Orleans uh, trying to uh, bring the world together through the power of ass. Oh, talking about Sidney Torres? No, Wait. no, <laughs> he is an ass. No, um, no, Big Frida. Oh, Big Frida. Big Frida's okay. doing a show, and we were passing the billboard for it, and my wife was like, oh, yeah, bringing the world together through power of ass. I'm like, what are you talking about? Is I mean, nice billboard? ass. Oh, that's a real and, and, slogan. But that's his slogan because he was on uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on oh. NPR a couple of weeks ago, and uh-huh. that was his thing. He he was a, he was the guest, and, uh, yeah, bringing the world together through the power of ass. <laughs> Big Frida. And Big Frida ran, probably would win. You know, but even with that sketchy sex, Section Eight housing uh, scandal, it would be close. Who hasn't had a sex Section Eight sketchy <laughs> Section Eight housing scandal? Yeah. I could technically, I may be involved in one of those. Also, yeah. we've I mean, all got housing scandals. Yeah. We're not proud of. But you know what? If we're electing reality TV stars, New Orleans, you got your mayor's race coming up right now. Only one of them I know of has a reality TV show. That's Sidney Torres. Yeah, CNBC. I'm putting my money on him right now. What's it? What's I mean, because that's what we do. Because he's a house flipper, and yeah. he's got a trash disposal, and he's got other people <laughs> dumping trash, and other companies dumping trash in his bins, and he's he, making a big to-do over it. He's got a reality so, show. Maybe I need he's, to rethink my uh, my political career. Hmm. I mean, if Trump can say, grab him by the pussy, <laughs> and still get elected, and like... And he's leader of the free world. And then Ryan Heck could get elected, like... Right. I gotta at least have a shot, right? I think... I don't think I was controversial enough. That's my problem. I probably should have said, you know. You but see, know. that's but see, that's like so. Trump, Trump's had like the one thing, and like Heck's just a maniac. But like, 
I've said like really offensive shit, and like it yeah. seems like everybody's like super super offendable right now, and like right. that's my biggest drawback. Yeah, well, because like I don't, I don't say like offensive, I don't say offensive shit to be hateful. Like I say it to be funny, which I think is a difference. Like if you're like, if you call somebody something and you're like, hey motherfucker, blah, blah, like that, but if you're like, no motherfucker, look over here. That's two different things. Like they have two different connotations. Like it's sure it's still I'm calling somebody a motherfucker, but I'm not sure those sensitive people are voting though. You know? Yeah, apparently they didn't this but they do like to burn shit down after. <laughs> True. And you know what? Maybe instead of I don't bite, you should have gone with bite me. Ooh. Bite me. I won't bite you. Take bite a bite me. of the electorate. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That would have been your, that, you know, like, like McGruff the, the crime dog. Yeah. 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 Given the tenor I only bite the, when it's consensual. <laughs> That's right. And then, like, you have like a smile with like a little blingy, like a like the little ting star thing on you. You know, you know the little light shiny yeah. starburst on the tooth, like ting. <laughs> Ding. Nice. I don't bite. You know, I, I think that the comedy aspect of it was gone when he uh, decided not to run. So. Um, yeah, it wasn't nearly as interesting at that point. And look, Edmund Jordan is a great guy. You know, well, I know you've been singing his praises, so I believe you. He, he he's smart. Um, I mean, you know, look, we joke, but my slogan might have been, "I'll be a bridge builder," because that's yeah, what yeah. we need is another bridge in order yeah. to alleviate this traffic problem. Or we really need a bypass that goes from like Gross Tet. All the way to well, yeah. what, what you, you really know? just need is to stop is it, doing studies on it. When everybody, like the last study, was like, "Oh, you know where we need to build a bridge in Plaquemine." Wait, you mean you need to build a bridge at the one spot where there's already a crossing that tons of people use, and it's a fucking ferry? You think, oh, maybe we ought to just put a bridge? Yeah, yeah, put a bridge there. It's amazing. Yeah. Take away the boat, put in the, a bridge. Well, the, the, again, Edmund lives in the same area that I do. We are hypersensitive to the bridge and the backups and the traffic well, yeah. you know, because we're wasting our lives in it. You it's know? ridiculous. It's horrible. The Advocate Post, so, what was it last week? The Advocate published uh, something. It was a, a parish, multi-parish study that said the most logical place for yeah, the new bridge is in Iberville Parish. Probably like, so. And how about the most logical time to build it was like four decades ago. Oh, Yeah. Instead of the Audubon Bridge in I mean, it's St. Francisville. I, I cross the Audubon Bridge every oh, time it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Just in the wrong damn spot. And you have it all to yourself yep. when you're on it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> it's a beautiful bridge. You can take a really nice picture of it with the sun rising. You know, we could probably shoot some movies on it because you could shut it down and nobody would notice. Yeah. You wouldn't need a permit to shut it down. It was just yeah. like, <laughs> right. you, you just have a guy standing yeah. over there just in case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey. A little walkie. Hey, hey here we, comes a car. Yeah. One sec. Yeah. You could shoot it Thanks. like uh, Robert Townsend did with Hollywood Shuffle. He did the whole thing with no permits on like $100,000 on credit cards. Really? I learned something every time I... Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Well, yeah. Jeremy White, film aficionado. <laughs> oh, speaking of <laughs> learning things, I learned something this morning uh, via a Twitter thread. So Mike oh, Pence is our vice president, right? He is. Word. He's married to Karen Pence. Uh-huh. So a guy was... Uh, was that her original last nice name, too? No, okay. she's, he's married to Karen, and she's—I don't know what her maiden name was. Anyway, that was a joke. Uh, they were doing a—they uh, uh, were going to do a profile on her, uh-huh. and well, come to find out, she was married before. Ooh. And there was no real scandal or anything, so no, nobody in Indiana had ever really dug into it. 
done anything because it was nothing Hunter salacious. Pence. So there was like an unwritten code, don't mess with that or whatever. So, okay. Was you like John Wayne Gacy or something? No, 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 no. no, 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 no fucking okay. awesome. So uh, <laughs> this guy who is a writes for New York uh, Magazine uh-huh. uh, does some digging and finds out, oh, uh, this is like in September or October of last year, he says, tracks the first husband down and wants to you know, get to know him. Hey, what was she like <laughs> in the, you know, the first marriage? Like, you know, maybe she's changed or whatever. How did Mike Pence change her and that kind of thing? Right. And the guy's like, well, why would you be doing a profile on my ex-wife? And he goes, you don't know what became of your ex-wife? He's like, no. She's the first lady of the state of Indiana. <laughs> and she could very well become the second lady of the United States. <laughs> And you didn't know that. You were married to her. He's <laughs> right. like, nah. Furthermore, this guy that she was married to. Maybe she uh-huh. was just basic AF, and he was like, I don't even care what happened to her. This, well, <laughs> speaking of AF, he helped develop a drug. He was one of the key developers of a drug. Mm-hmm. I think two uh, bathtubs. Gin. Cialis. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was thinking bathtub gin. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, that was... That's a drug, yeah, yeah. technically, yeah. Yeah. So she was married to a guy who developed Cialis, <laughs> and he had no idea she's the, she was about to become the second lady of the United States. So what you're saying and, is he was preoccupied. Apparently so. Um, he was still trying to get rid of that four-hour erection, apparently. I don't know. Well, probably when you have one that lasts as long as it's, you're, you're, you're going to be apathetic. Yeah, that's true. You know? He probably you yeah, got. True. He probably you know they say you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. You you probably got to have like a eight month boner before you find like the right formulation. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little consumed. Yeah. yeah, he's a little consumed. I get it. I don't I'm, get out I'm of the sorry. house much. I, I, I don't know what happened to her. I just spent half my marriage screaming, "Make it stop! <laughs> make it stop!" <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even realize he was married. He married her because he was like, he's like, look, I'll hire you. Just I, I can't. I just need somebody to do it for me. I can't keep doing it myself, and these pills are killing me. I'm trying to get the formula right. And she was like, well, you're gonna, you better put a ring on it then. He was like, all right, but only if you take it off and lube up your hands when you're gonna do it for me. He didn't so get out of the house much. It's a long and, way and to go for a hand got, job he's got joke. Got on a damage from being bent over all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, he's, he's got to be a billionaire. He's probably a billionaire now too, right? I mean, I guess I don't know. They yeah. didn't go into too many details about how the guy's doing, but but he invented Cialis. He de- he's one of the guys that developed it. So I mean, he's got the patent on that. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Jesus. You know. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So he definitely got the better end of that deal. Yeah, so, I would say so. So we can't cure cancer, but we can make boners. Yeah, um, yeah. It's because there's no money. Is there's, there's there's more money in boners. There's than, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of money in getting old guys hard because you, well, hey, you know who has a lot of money? Old dudes. Uh, uh, you know who doesn't have a lot of money? People paying for cancer treatment. Right. Uh, True. You know why they don't? Because they're paying for cancer treatment. <laughs> right. If you cure cancer, they're not paying for cancer treatment, which keeps old doctor dudes from having a lot of money and buying boner pills. It's a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle. I see where you're going with this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I understand your logic. Mm -hmm. So how's the uh, film industry in Louisiana? (laughs) Well... The the legislature's been messing with you with the the credits. Yeah, so probably last we talked, I mean, obviously we had the flood stuff going on, so we didn't have, you know. um, We came really close to landing a 
pretty big, like $35, $40 million film that was going to be setting up with us, and they're going to be shooting downtown, and we were all excited. And then one of the key actors had to go do another project, so they pushed it till June. It hasn't made it here yet. But is it going to make it here, though? Well, if the legislature doesn't screw things up again. Now, what's going to happen here is, well, New Orleans has already started filling back up, which is a good sign. But we start getting the spillover. There's this uh, union rule that we're not going to bore everybody with uh, because it's not funny. Okay. (laughs) Bore us with it. Teach people shit. It causes causes people to have to pay more to shoot outside of New Orleans. And so we're going into a legislative session. It costs more to shoot outside. It costs more to shoot outside of New Orleans. It's a union rule. So... Everybody I'm talking to, though. It's weird because there's all that protected swampland. Apparently, like, as soon as you just get out of New Orleans proper, like, as soon as you cross the city line, you're just in swamp with alligator, right? Because that's all I see in the movies, right? Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. we're three feet outside of New Orleans. Here's a swamp and an alligator. Yeah. It's like a comic. I'm not going to mention his name because he's an asshole, but talked about how he would watch the Big Easy, and they're running through the French Quarter, make a turn. Next thing you know, they're in the middle of the bayou. <laughs> I, was say, I, think that, I think that's mm-hmm. every movie ever in New Orleans. Even NCIS New Orleans, they're like, oh, we're going to Bell Chase, and now we're in the uh, three seconds later, we're in the middle of the French Quarter. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is legit. Movie magic. I remember watching the Dukes of Hazard when it was supposed to be in Atlanta, though, right? And But they were shooting it in Baton Rouge. I remember they went up one of the on-ramps here. And you could see the billboards. And then they, when, they, when they landed, they landed, like, in the French Quarter from Baton Rouge. I was oh, like, yeah. That's a long jump. That's a hell of a jump. It's a hell of a jump there. Jump clear over the spillway and Ascension, St. James, St. John Parish. Oh yeah, and just takes talent. It's serious there. Who needs a high speed rail when you get when you got the general lead? Well, you know, I'll put nothing past Johnny Knoxville. I think he could probably. Pull yeah, that's true. But so, uh, so Maybe that's why. General see, this Nick's whole time I was trying to think like the real Dukes of Hazard episode. I was like, when were they ever the in movie. Baton Rouge? He was talking about the movie. Yeah, the movie. I forgot. Right. You don't. Know, you we, we talked about TV shows a little bit earlier, but you're not really a TV show guy. Yeah, you're a movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, that's no, why. No, we do TV. We had a, we yeah. had. A, Scream, the TV series, was at Celtic, and we oh, had yeah. Underground, the TV series, which picked up see, and went to Savannah. See if they can bring back uh, In the Heat of the Night, and just instead of filming in Hammond this time, they'll film in Baton Rouge. Maybe so. Hmm. Maybe so. I was a big fan of In the Heat of the Night. Because Mississippi just screwed up their incentive, so they're not going to go to Mississippi now. That happened like today. Yeah. Um, and so well, maybe. I know your big nemesis in the film industry is Georgia. It's all Georgia. 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 That should Georgia. Be. God damn them. It's the like our. It's, if it was Seinfeld, it's our Newman. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I see you both. I mean, but really, this. they got Walking Dead. What else do they need in Georgia? Well, they've got everything, mm. and that's what blows me away. No, sorry, I'm smacking gum. Yeah, it's okay. I'm sorry, I'm smacking no, that's gum. That's okay. <laughs> Smack I, that I am. I'm so, Snapchatting so, over here, so. <laughs> But uh, I had somebody that was doing a whole episode one time just smacking gum, and it, I didn't hear it because he was too far away from me, and then I went back to listen to it. It was like, that's all you could hear the entire episode. I'm like, uh, crap. Gotcha. No. I'm going to park it in my cheek. There you go. Because it's like nicotine gum. They, oh, Say like oh, skull. You yeah, it's like skull. No, I'm, I'm a chewer. I, I chew gum. I, I've been addicted to nicotine gum for 10 years. Really? Yeah. So I've I've been quit smoking for almost ten years. Really? How many, how many uh, sticks of gum you go through a day? I'll go through a sleeve about ten, probably. See, you ain't got you ain't got shit on the Sean Spicer. Why the fuck? Sean, what is Sean Spicer? Sean Spicer goes through like packs and packs of gum a day. Really? Oh yeah, like regular gum that's or nicotine. Why, that's why when um, Melissa McCarthy came out and like shoved all the gum in her mouth, like the whole canister of gum yeah. in her mouth, right, and then tried to chew it and then put it on the podium. 
That's because he's in, he, he he's uh, infamous for chewing lots of gum every day. I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, like he can so, go to Circle K and wipe out like half the gum section, and that's his day's worth. Do they still make like the same guns that we had like when we were kids, like Hubba Bubba and like? That's a good big question. Yeah, big, they league, do. big league, big league, dude. I got big league chew at Academy of Sports. I think we might have talked about that on here too one day because oh, I yeah. stopped before a podcast at Academy Sports and I saw big league chew and I was like. I'm getting me some fucking big league chew. Big league chew. <laughs> and I got I got like a big pinch of it and put it in there and I was like, this is great. And then three seconds later it was out of flavor. I was like, well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I saw some at like Academy. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, you have to go to a sporting goods store to find yeah. big league chew. I mean, or can you get yeah. that at like I, I don't know if you can still get it. Sir. I know this I know you can still get like Hubba Bubba. You yeah. probably get they, they don't do like Walmart or something. They don't do the awesome Western commercials for Hubba Bubba like they used to do. The Hubba oh. Bubba Bandit. Oh, God, those were the oh. best. Oh, Fucking Hubba Bubba Bandit was the shit. <laughs> the, Hubba Bubba, the Hubba Bubba Bandit. Yeah. Oh and uh, what, what was... I still like like Double Mint. I like I, I used to oh, like yeah. the commercial with all the twins in it. And what's weird is like I hate like they have like 900 mint gums everywhere. And I'm like, no, just Double Mint. I'll take Double Mint or Big Red or Juicy Fruit or get the shit out of my way. <laughs> Try it. Big Red. Stick to the classics. Yeah. Yeah, you go with the classics. Big Red, if you, were, if you were feeling a little spicy. Oh, yeah. Big Red. You remember Gus Weil? I yeah, Gus, Gus and Leanne. I saw Leanne Saturday. Yes, Saturday of the Gridiron Show. Gus was always one of my favorites oh, on the he's radio. The I, you know, worked for him for a little while. Oh, did you? Yeah. He's it, still in New York? Uh, no, he's in Baton Rouge now, actually. He's back? Yeah, you'll hear him on Jim Inkster every now and then. But, oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Um, he used to tell a story about Big Red. Oh. Who was the hooker who... What was, I'm trying to put this as, as gingerly as I could. She Gingerly on Big Red? Yeah. yeah. She, uh, she introduced oral sex to Louisiana, according to Gus Wall. Oh. Mm. <laughs> what is, she, was a, she was a chalked off from 2,000 yeah. years ago? <laughs> And then Edwin Edwards came along and no, introduced the state t- to anal. He, he, tell, he tells the story about how we, he worked for Governor McKithen, right? Mm-hmm. And so this woman, these women would call and they complained to the governor about Big Red, um, oh. who was spreading VD in this community or whatever. And so they wanted the governor to shut her down. So, anyway, oh. so now Mc- you know. So every time I hear Big Red, that's Big what Red. I think of. You know, oh, wow. This has warped my brain. So. Yeah, there's a there, there's a good uh, hooker story from a from a friend that Sonny and I know that I can't mention his name because he has some awesome stories. I'm going to try to get on the show because he's got some unbelievable stories. In fact, he worked. I've been watching Narcos. I'm only four episodes in. And I'm already dreaming in Spanish. Uh-huh. Uh, but they did the Barry Seal episode oh, uh, wow. last night, uh-huh. and um, uh, our friend. He worked for Barry Seal's attorney and, like, saw Barry Seal, like, the day or two days before he um, got killed at the Salvation Army halfway house up the road. And this guy's got all sorts of stories. Uh, He's got one about he he had a roommate who was arrested for attempting to assassinate a presidential candidate here in Baton Rouge. Oh, yeah. With his gun. Wow. And the story is hilarious. Okay. And it involves hooker trans. Okay. Training. Yeah. So it's. Oh, I see if we can get him on. So, so we'll Jeremy just Jeremy just spent seven minutes 
telling a story that he's not going to. He, can't, he tell can't tell. I can't tell. He <laughs> can't tell you who told it. I am going to do as best I can to get him on the show. We'll 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 give him a pseudonym. We'll call him DB Cooper or something like that. <laughs> and uh, we'll put we'll put dark sunglasses That's right, on. Douchebag Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. Yeah. So big red, huh? Big red. Yeah, yeah that's a big nice one. Big red. You should get Gus on here sometime. Oh, he's a lyric. Just get him to tell stories from the the sixties and seventies. Oh man, yeah. Just, oh I, man. I, I thought he was still in New York. I know Leanne well. I, know. I was gonna say, is Leanne still yeah. hot? Yeah, Leanne still. Yeah, she yeah. works uh, yeah. CRT. Department of Culture, Recreation, and Tourism. Oh, is she? Let's get her on the show. Oh, she's hilarious too. I bet she would have some great stories. I could get her on here. Yeah, absolutely. She would be great. I'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll hit her up and see if she wants to what come on. Be? Let's get Jim Engster on here. Yeah. Speaking no. of, uh, speaking <laughs> no, of, I want to get yes. Now that would be funny. No, get Jim to get to Jim. let loose. Get, get Jim. I, I don't get think Jim you could. liquored up in front of a microphone. You, you'd have to get him to drop acid and drink a fifth of something, and then maybe he might like, <laughs> he might like, he might pull his tie out from just just from that top button of hair. Oh, I bet he'd still have amazing trivia though. Yeah, oh yeah. Holy crap. That stream of consciousness will overwhelm any levy, man. That's just that's. <laughs> or maybe, maybe his trivia gets really warped. Like, yeah, <laughs> you give him a little DMT, and the next thing you know, he's giving trivia about like before time started, and it's correct. Just nobody understood it before that. Yeah, <laughs> if you're like, did you know that you would be long invented Cascade? <laughs> I did no, not I know, did know not that. Know that. He invented it after he was shocked. He said, we need something to clean this blood off the floor of the mansion. <laughs> Did you know he's actually still alive? <laughs> that. His illegitimate niece was Madge from the Palmolive commercials. I did not know that. Did not know that. <laughs> they both soaked in his blood. <laughs> Jesus. Acid trivia. Oh, acid <laughs> trivia. <laughs> wow. That would be fun. That would be fun. So I wanted to mention this because I got a, an email uh, from some PR firm or whatever uh, promoting a movie. And uh, are you familiar with the Bechdel test? We, you mentioned this to me, yeah. Okay. Um, it's about... B-E-C-H-D-E-L, I believe. Feminism. Yeah. In Bechamel test. Yeah. It goes delicious it, on eggs. Um, so the Bechdel so test is basically... Does a film or whatever involve a scene with two or more women, females, having a conversation about something other than a man? Right. If so, that passes the Bechdel test. And for some people, that is like an ultimate metric. And <laughs> in fact, their IMDb, this is what they uh, I got in the email. Uh, IMDb adds F rating. Talking about Fs. Okay. I guess feminist. Ah. F rating to recognize women in film. And this is this one is um, uh, promote this PR thing is below her mouth is the name of the film, hmm. and it's uh, is one of the first to receive the rating. No. Yeah, it's below her mouth. <laughs> it's too easy. Sometimes it's just too easy. Yeah. The accreditation which aims to support and promote women and redress the imbalance in the film industry has so far been added to over 21,000 21, titles on the website, making it easier for users to search for films and TV programs which feature women in a significant role. Among the films credited are Girl, 
on the train, which uh, was directed. Uh, blah blah blah. Gentlemen prefer blondes. Ghostbusters, which had thirty six scenes, which passed the Bechdel test. Right. Um, and, April and Mullins below her mouth, which will be released on April twenty eighth by Gunpowder and Sky Distribution, is among those to receive a triple <laughs> rating for featuring a female director, writer, and lead. Yeah. So but, part of the criteria, if I'm not mistaken, was that it couldn't have women talking about another man or talking about a man. Right. right? It's got to have a scene with two women talking about something other than a man. And here's, here's my thing about it. This Why? metric has a purpose, but don't put too much stock into it. Right. Similarly, don't, I don't think, I think people put too much stock, medical people, whomever, put too much stock in the BMI, the, bas- the body mass index. Okay. Because I'm short, stocky, uh, kind of muscly build. I'm sure Sonny's BMI is I'm up. I'm morbidly obese. You're morbidly obese. I'm borderline between overweight and obese. I'm morbidly obese. I'm, yet, I'm probably a candidate for gastric bypass then. Yet. Because it's, all it does is take height, weight, chart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a lot of athletes out there like Herschel Walker was probably obese when he played for the Cowboys even though he was ripped with like maybe single digit body fat right. at the time. Um, so I was doing a study at, at Pennington last week and I do the, the scan first. They, they measured your body fat in all sorts of different ways. And one of them is this de- de- DEXA scan or whatever it's called. And they give you the results immediately. And I'm thinking, ah, I'm going to be up there, and, you know, fat ass, whatever. Yeah. And the girl doing the thing, she says, you're 47? I said, yeah. She goes, you have 23% body fat. I hate you. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, that's, that's low for 47. <laughs> Meanwhile, my BMI is 29, which if I was one more up, that would be that would put me in obese. Wow. Then they do some other Fat scans. Piece of trash. They do some other scans where you're basically standing at the like wear compression shorts and you're on this little turntable. I felt like I was uh, uh, coming this fall, the Jeremy three thousand just rotating around. Place uh-huh. your orders now. Uh, That's how that, they do motion capture, by the way. The guys in the dot suits yeah, that become yeah. aliens, they do that. And the scan came back, and I look like I'm ready to rob a bank in a full bodysuit. Okay. Uh, but that one comes back and says I'm at 18.8% hmm. body fat. So somewhere in there, which is considered you, ideal. Not average, say, you're, but you're, ideal. You're closer to 18 than 25. Yeah. Okay. So Body fat percentage. So you're mad about just the BMI. The, just saying, the BMI people put, people put so much stock in well, a metric right. that really they shouldn't put so much stock into because there are lots of other things out there that do pass the Bechdel test that probably aren't exactly a good measurement as far as you know being pro-feminist and, right. and, and being empowering to women. So what you're saying is like BMI does not a healthy person make. Kind no, of like... It, it, Two women talking about something other than a man does not a good movie make. Correct. I think I'd rather hear two women talking about a man than like two women talking about I don't know general herpes or well yeah gonorrhea exactly. or shopping. Let's say we have fifty different women on the screen and they're all talking about dentures. You yeah. know, again, I didn't. I didn't. Here are some things that do pass. A woman the- director and all woman cast dentures. Our story. Here are some things that do pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> okay. The intro to Baby Got Back. Nice. Oh, my God, Becky. Look at her butt. It's two women talking about another woman's ass. True. It's quality. Remember Shovel Fight? No. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The too. two girls out yeah. there with the planned fight, and yeah. at the end, one of them throws a shovel and it hits, hits her in the head. bitch in the face. They talk about a guy, but there's a later scene when they're out there looking at the chickens. They're talking about how big the chickens are. The two girls are having a conversation about chickens. Well, I'm going to have to Google this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, and you know what else? <laughs> My dick. Two girls, one cup. That's true. Bechdel mm-hmm. test passed. Two girls, one cup. Hmm. Ergo, the Bechdel test is the BMI of uh, film metrics. I'm going to tend to agree with you on this. Yeah. 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 Since I don't know other film metrics, I will also concur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there used to be uh, a test for whether a film was left leaning or right leaning and that kind of stuff. And, like, It's a Wonderful Life scored like communist. Um, I can see that. Yeah, I yeah. can see that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have to be careful because there's these hidden agendas. Well, the, the original title was It's a Wonderful Life, Comrade. So <laughs> it was kind of a giveaway then. It's a Wonderful Socialist Life. When, when TBS bought it and started just airing it a lot, that's when they changed it. No, originally it was It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Well, that was the original German version. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. They, they reshot it without those big hunting caps, you know, and they had everybody wearing them. <laughs> and that's why it's so successful. They had those V2 rocket scientists yeah. who were actually working on it back then. That's oh, yeah. Tiny yeah. Tim's crutches really used to be yeah. two hammers. <laughs> <laughs> he, was in, he was injured in a sickling accident. <laughs> see, the, the sanitized version we see every Christmas doesn't show George, uh, George Bailey seizing the means of production of... Uh, right. What's the falls? What's the, the, what, the or, name of the city? Or, or Stalin hanging uh, Mr. Potter. That, yeah, ne- that yeah. never happens. You never see Mr. Potty getting hung from the bridge it, it, that George Bailey was thinking about jumping from. It's on the cutting room floor. Yeah, you don't see yeah. that. That's all sanitized out. Yeah. Thanks, Holly- Thanks, Hollywood. That's right. Yeah. That's all because of that Red Scare with uh, uh, McCarthy and everything and, and Reagan outing everybody. Paul? That's why they... <laughs> They sanitized it out. Oh, McCarthy. Okay, yeah. Oh, oh, I like you said McCartney. McCarthy. 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 Yeah, McCarthyism. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, they. They. I think maybe Capra was a, a target of that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he probably was. A yeah. lot of people were targeted by that. Witch hunts. Yeah. Mm, witch hunts. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm talking about Narcos, though. It's about. And, and I remember our friend telling us about. Barry Seal and I grew up during the 80s. I remember Ollie North and I remember hearing about Barry Seal getting killed. I never made the connection about oh, he was a he was an informant and when that picture that he snapped of of Pablo Escobar loading drugs on his plane well, you know there is a film coming out with Tom yeah. Cruise as Barry and the Seal. family Barry <clears throat> Seal's family is like suing Tom Cruise, I believe, or Universal what? over that. Cuz he wasn't film. that short. Yeah. They they did not look alike in my opinion. No. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, Tom Cruise doesn't really look like many of the people like the Jack Reacher films. In the books, Jack Reacher's six seven, and he's like like a big muscly marine guy. Let's put. Let's put Tom Cruise there. Yeah, they were like, you know who needs to be this guy? Tom Cruise. All right. We'll just CGI big hands in there. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, we had the inaugural ball. Oh, at the studio, you know, for, oh, for John Bell Edwards. Oh, the inaugural ball. Yeah, the, inaugural, the, go, the, go, the governor's inaugural ball. Back, yeah. <clears throat> and um, during the campaign or, or one of the debates, they asked all the candidates who were there who they would get to play themselves if they were in a movie, right? Yeah. 
course, Vitter wasn't at this particular debate, but um, Jay Darden said Dustin Hoffman, Scott Angel said Tom Hanks, and John Bell Edwards said Tom Cruise. Tom and so Cruise. he was actually in Louisiana shooting Jack Reacher. John Bell Edwards wants Tom Cruise to play him? That's what he said. If, he, if it was somebody who was going to play you in a movie, who would you pick? And he said Tom Cruise. Oh, it should have been the dude that played the commish. <laughs> yeah. Nobody said John Bell Edwards was a casting director, but... <laughs> or Uncle Hank. Yeah. Uncle Hank from Breaking Bad. No, I, th- I, th- I think it needs to be... I think it needs... Why can't no, I think of the dude who played fat. the commish? Yeah, that guy there. But but he's got to be the version of him that he was on the commission. It can't be like the badass version of him from The Shield. True. Why can't I fucking remember his name? Well, we were talking Chicklis. about... Chicklis. Michael Chicklis, thank you. Michael Chicklis. We were talking about the other day. Uh, and and just for the record, I was giving Tom Cruise shit, but man, I love Tom Cruise movies, except Top Gun. I was never a Top Gun fan. Really? Mm-hmm. But everything else, I'm like, sign me up for more of that. You want to do Mission Impossible 74? Sign me up. No, he's in amazing shape. This yeah. guy's what, 50-something years old. Well, oh, yeah. And I love the Jack Reacher movies. And I yeah. love Risky Business. <laughs> and was it, uh, no, Mark Hamill was Corvette Summer. I don't, I don't even remember that one. See, I like it when he has to do these, like, really big dramatic roles, like Born on the Fourth of July. Or, oh, oh yeah. I like that, or, too. Yeah, another good know, one. Yeah. Like, um, That's oh, what I'm yeah. saying. He's I like a, everything yeah, except for Top Gun. So, okay, I'll, I'll give John Bell Edwards... Credit for picking that. Well, here's the thing. Because he, we knew he was a fan or whatever, and because he was in Louisiana, we made an attempt to try to get Tom Cruise really? to come to the ball. <clears throat> not not the governor, but just like right. us, some friends right. of mine were, were trying. Right. Did it work we, out? We, we got, got pretty got, far up the chain. Y'all got close. Yeah, they couldn't pull it, close. We couldn't pull it off. Yeah. Did you go, thanks, Tom Cruise? Thanks, <laughs> Tom Cruise. And that's how you tie it all together. That's how you tie it all together. I love it. That's it. Exactly. Well, hell, this has been fun, man. Uh, well, cool. So hopefully the uh, – you can't, you can't say what the movie project is. I cannot. Be, I cannot. But, but coming we, in June. I have a feeling that they may not make it here in time because now I'm talking to a TV series. There's a TV series. Ooh. It's going to be scouting this weekend, and if a little luck, maybe they set up shop mm. here. It's kind of a space thing. It would be kind of cool. I'm, I'm gonna, oh, really? A space? Yeah, space we know space. Baton Rouge is kind of far out. <laughs> I can see, dig it. See, that would have been like where they freeze frame on us all, like yeah. laughing is the end of chips. Like, and it sucks like a vacuum. That's true. A black hole. Yeah, sucks like a black hole. That's right. We're on apathy, brother. That's right. We're on apathy. Well, dude, thanks for coming on, man. This has been fun. It's always, always love having pleasure. you on here. Yeah. Like we have some really. Well, I wasn't so, actually trying to wrap it up whenever I said thanks, Tom Cruise. Well, no, we've just been going over an there. hour, and what? my voice is starting to wear out a little bit. Here, if, so. if you want, I can do some animal impressions. Would you, would you like oh, have you ever I, heard my owl? Your owl? Yeah. No, I haven't. Who? <clears throat> I gotta clear my throat. Jesus. <laughs> That's the second See, time we've had bird I got a, impressions. I got a new ringtone now. Oh, oh really? yeah, we had that Birdman guy. We had Birdman. If you ever go to like the Ocean oh yeah, Park, yeah, he was coming through here and he, he was just on he's his way good. to take a leak and he like he just started throwing out bird calls at us. Yeah. Like, right. See, I wanted to be uh, the guy from Police Academy when I was growing up. Oh really? You wanted yeah. to be uh, Michael uh, Winslow? Winslow? No, he wanted to be Hightower. <laughs> oh yeah, Hightower. <laughs> he, he just really wanted to be really tall, <laughs> but he wasn't. <laughs> I wanted to be the I wanted to be the, I wanted to be the guy under the podium giving the blowjob. <laughs> I wanted to be hooks. Coming down. Sorry. 
I wanted to be hooks just so one day I could be like, back off, turkey. <laughs> oh, man. People don't say turkey enough, do they? They don't. They don't. They don't. I want to be the badass chick with the big tits. Whatever. Yeah. Like, why didn't she ever go into like a great movie career? Yeah. I don't know what happened to her. I don't know, but there needs to be like a, a new police academy. I mean, look, you, you did eight before. Why not do one more? And can we please make Mahoney the new Lassard? Ah. Like he just he made it all the way up to be commandant. Well, they are making Ooh. a new Super Troopers, but yeah, you know, and I feel like that's stolen the whole genre away from Police Academy. But I think that franchise needs to come back. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. And that's how you, but that's how you tie it in. You get Mahoney to be commandant Lassard, like, like Gutenberg's still acting right. Like he could still do it. Oh yeah, I believe I read Tackleberry died. Oh um, yeah. They, uh, we can find another. They need to reboot it before the Wayans brothers try to get their hands on it. But you don't even need anybody else other than just throw in Mahoney because he was the charismatic person in all of it. Well, that's right. Maybe, 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 but maybe Michael Winslow comes back as the tactical instructor because he can, like, when they're all in the shooting range, he can do like the machine gun noise and like make the helicopter come in. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because in this day and age, nobody has a phone that yeah, can yeah, make exactly. those noises. Cause, uh, cause, <laughs> Got a bad data connection out here. Michael Winslow, I need you to do the sound. <laughs> uh, What's-his-face is on uh, whatever they turn the closer into now. Uh, the closer. The closer. the closer was Kira Sedgwick on TNT. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, yeah. Uh, but she left the show, and they changed it. They kept everybody else. The opener? No. uh <laughs> me for not man i'm gonna walk out of here and everything i've just shit my brain on is just it, it always i'll walk out of here and it pops into my head uh the intermission the intermission uh let's now, see. I, uh, now i can't even think of his fucking name on police academy i can just picture me on proctor beyond, describe beyond. him describe him and we'll uh the the bad cop on police academy wasn't that lassard no no that was um, uh no lassard no. was uh he was he was the good oh, one. You, you, I know you're talking the one who got his eyebrows. Captain Yowser Yowser, Captain Mauser. That's, that's Mauser. it. Because Jeez. because whenever they do the thing with the hair, yeah. he's in the show. He's like Yowser Yowser, Captain <laughs> Mauser. Because <laughs> he had a date or something. <laughs> but he's he's on the. Uh, he loses his eyebrows. Yeah, and it's really weird because he always wears like a fishing cap. He he's like the great police detective on that show now, but he always wears some shitty fishing cap. Mauser. Why can I not remember the name of that fucking show? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fuck me. I don't know, man. But every time we talk about Police Academy, it's a good day. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. You ready to wrap it up now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. This has been fun. I'm Jeremy White. Sonny Weathers. I was trying to think of the fucking show, and I still <laughs> can't. G.W. Bailey's his real name. Thank you. Oh, yeah. G.W. Bailey. Holy crap, I've heard that name before. Major Crimes. God damn you, Major, major crimes. crimes. Major Crimes. As opposed to Major Dad. Yeah. All right, let's do it again. I'm Jeremy White. Son, son. I'm G.W. Bailey. <laughs> I'm Michael Winslow. <laughs> You've been listening to the Red Stick Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>